Bienvenue chez Retail Nightmares. Uh, welcome to Retail Nightmares. I'm your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is a somewhat sick, but still trooping along, Alicia Tobin. Bonjour, croissant. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. And our returning guest, he is the father of the segment, How Much Money Have You Spent on the Red Hot Chili Peppers?, He's a musician. He's a writer. You may know him from his projects such as Rec Center or String Theory. Check out his Christmas EP, Stringle All the Way. Uh, <laughs> no. It's Alex Hudson. I didn't listen to it this year. <laughs> I did. Did you? I haven't checked my bank account place. I actually didn't listen to it, but I did link to it on someone like someone on social media was like, I need a good Christmas album to listen to. And I linked to that oh. and didn't get a response. <laughs> I just missed a whole month of self-promotion oh, that I should have been it. doing for that EP. So explain. I don't know if we talked about String Theory the last time you were on the episode. Yeah, I don't remember that we did. the podcast. Uh, I was in, as you remember, I was in Jay Arner's band. But uh, you're going to say jail. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember that part. Please, yeah. it's called prison. <laughs> <laughs> that band would have been super popular in prison. <laughs> That I don't doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the Jay Arner band. That's uh, not what it's called. <laughs> uh, Jay Arner. <laughs> Jay, Jay and the Nerds. Oh, God. <laughs> they Jay Arner nerd band. There were so many names that we had for one practice. And it does not make Jay feel good <laughs> to hear all of them. Well, yeah, we won't recite any of them now then. But <laughs> No, it's not a new segment. <laughs> oh, God. No, <laughs> I'm what, just teasing. Yeah, what should Jay name his band? Oh, no. But you, how did this even come up? Because I was playing, I, I would always just dick around in between songs obnoxiously on the bass on the bass and the, the big, <laughs> there's no other way <laughs> well that's true just the, noodling the with big, his noodle <laughs> <laughs> noodles is an offspring i'm more of a, a flea a flea, a flea boy yeah but i my favorite joke was to play the lowest note immediately followed by the highest note (laughs) in as quick succession as possible. (laughs) And so this obnoxiousness gradually turned into its own uh, virtuoso bass project uh, called Called String Theory. Did not check if that was a name already. It most certainly is. (laughs) Of like a million bands, I'm sure. Oh yeah, lots of classical guitarists and stuff Mm. uh, already have string theories. I like it. But yeah, so I I made, I think, uh, three EPs under the name String Theory of all bass all bass instrumental music i would record i would write record and release the ep in the same afternoon every time i did it including the including the christmas one that's great yeah it and was, you also made a live band yeah there was a there was a live band it was i had my friend colin on synthesizers my bass synth yeah all, all, all the low notes um and then my friend Mike on saxophone, uh, he didn't have a, like a baritone sax, so we just had to settle for a regular one. And then my friend Evan on the bass and me also on the bass. <laughs> <laughs> Any vocals? I, there's a speaking on one <laughs> song. <laughs> master of Life. Yeah, it's called Master of Life. It's about being the master of life. <laughs> My favorite string theory song is No Guitars Ever. Yeah, that was sort of both the song and a slogan, a motto for the band. Yeah. No Guitars Ever. <laughs> and I've def I think about bringing it bringing that band back 
Yeah. To where? Well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there could be a new EP in an afternoon. That's true. I don't even know. The whole time you're making the music, are you laughing? It's hilarious. Yeah. I can tell. I I super think I'm funny. (laughs) I like, like, that's the best kind of joke is the joke you find the funniest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, playing a show is really when you inflict that upon everybody else, regardless <laughs> yeah. of what they think. You did it really well, though. You kept Thank a you. straight face the whole set. Yeah. It was for Shindig, which is the Vancouver sort of battle of the bands we competition. Didn't, we didn't make it through to the next round. but oh, it's too bad. Weird. It, the joke wouldn't have been as funny the second time. At one even point, for me. You, made, you made one of us buy a Mike's Hard Lemonade so you could... It was a Mike's Hard Cranberry, actually. Oh, oh. sorry. It was bright red. <laughs> You wanted us to have it in the audience so you could walk up to us, take it away, steal it, and play the bass with it. Yeah, play like a slide bass using oh, no, that's beautiful. Using the bottle. It was quite soulful. I think I think Jay later told me that when I took the drink from him, uh, apparently somebody said, hey, he stole that guy's drink. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should start a band with Emmett Hall. Oh, oh. I'd, I'd be into that. Yeah. yeah, I think that that would be a really, really good fit. Yeah. An actual virtuoso yeah. and then a pretend virtuoso. Yeah. yeah that would you're be... halfway there. Yeah. One and a half virtuosos. <laughs> That's a pretty good name. <laughs> it rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, sure. But you haven't been doing much uh, novelty music since you moved to Toronto. A lot less. Yeah. Oh, that's Sounds theory, too serious. The String Theory show was the only time I've ever taken my shirt off on stage. Yeah. Oh. You mm-hmm. did it without taking the bass off. Yep. Bass, <laughs> bass stayed on, but shirt came off. Uh, I also had a goatee, but I hadn't planned it far enough in advance. So I only had about a five day goatee. It was that's so enough. awful. <laughs> that's enough. It was so bad. Wish I'd, wish I'd given it a few more weeks. It's like to... if a baby had a goatee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was gross. <sighs> I, I think probably some babies are born with a goatee and it just falls off later. Yeah. Devil babies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Rose the soft baby. baby hair. The soft, yeah. beautiful baby hair. The, but... w- the stuff that people love smelling. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Did you smell good? Yeah, have like- you smelled his goatee? <laughs> <laughs> smells like breast milk. This <laughs> is it's his yeah. milk flavor saver. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so gross! It's like old milk. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Ew! I don't. I even- loved breastfeeding. <laughs> you, I really did. You talk about this like every <laughs> ten episodes. I know. You're like, oh, I felt so close to my mom. I feel like you can probably find ways to. Uh, no, just the idea of it like of someone else it's disgusting no only it's like me. then then you know however old i am i go then that feeling mm, okay it's so not it's like, like an adult baby thing no no that really <laughs> just, like just that crosses the line for my brain yeah same with eaters but i mean enjoy it's fine what do i know yeah hey i'm I not literally don't care. i'm not here to kink shame anyone i no. literally like eating dough and fisting sour cream so somebody mentioned you're fisting the sour cream the other day to me and i was like i forgot what oh. does that mean it's exactly what it means she put her whole hand just for the experience which is something i do appreciate because um, i'm not a curious person i just wanted to see what it was like 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 people who are into slime like oh. when people enjoy the feeling of like slime but mm-hmm. not like sexually i mean do they? I don't think so, but you know how like people like swear that ASMR isn't sexual. It's I, on porn sites. I don't think it is. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard it's underneath other things that start with A. I mean, I don't think anyone like jizzes from ASMR, do they? Uh, maybe not full climax, but like, <laughs> but like a half jizz. Yeah. Go, Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Pre ASMR. 
<laughs> you got there first. <laughs> in more ways than one. Yeah. We for were the, all going to get there. But. Not me. Uh, I'm for 20 the listener, minutes away. Yeah. Um, our guest is wearing, I think just to make us upset, a red hot chili pepper shirt. It looks yeah. like a new shirt. Oh, it's new. Is this a new purchase? Yeah, this is a brand new purchase. Did you get this just for coming back on the podcast? So it's multi-purpose shirt. Okay. <laughs> um, it's uh, both practical and comedy. Uh, so every, every time I go somewhere, I, I live in Toronto now and we know. Uh, enough, I Bloor Street, whatever. I won't shut up about it. <laughs> and every, so I, I'm here for two weeks and every time I go on a trip to anywhere, I forget something crucially important. Like your red hot chili pepper shirt. Yeah. So like I, I went to Quebec for a few days carnival. back in, back in the, yeah for, for carnival <laughs> and i i just the only pair of underwear i brought was the pair on my body <laughs> and i was there for four days um, so i had to buy more underwear when i was there it's just like a the thing i always do i forget something absolutely critical may i ask you a question of course do you wash your underwear before you wear it <laughs> the new ones uh, the, no no okay. i don't go on no uh, <laughs> that was really <laughs> like I wa- flummoxed him. <laughs> I I wash them after, I them. <laughs> and I guess technically it's all mm-hmm. the cycle. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this today because I did laundry and then I was putting everything away, and I was like, "Isn't it ironic? Like, not all of your underwear can be clean at the same time because you're always wearing a pair, mm. unless you're just wearing pajama bottoms." Whoa, mm-hmm. wet and wild. <laughs> There's, I definitely have an OCD thing about trying to change right, right, trying to shower and then change right before I do laundry so that I have like the, I'm wearing something fresh. The cycles. And then I also make all the other clothes fresh. <laughs> so you're just like desperately making stains on all your clothes. <laughs> exactly. Power to, yeah. So I forget something crucially important every time I take a trip. This trip, it was shirts. Oh. I only brought two shirts for two weeks. <laughs> What is going on to make a list? Mm -hmm. This is, you've never been on tour. This is. No. Yeah. No. Alex was the one band member in our band who was always like, I'll be in your band whenever we're in the same city, but I will not go on tour. Yeah. I was, I was in the band for about a year and then you guys were like, I'm going on tour. And I was like, I'm. Peace out, guys. You're like, I've got some EPs to write, <laughs> base only. More time for me. <laughs> More time for strength. What if the Red Hot Chili Peppers wanted you to go on tour? Oh, well, I'm in. Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Wow. That nice. You can't compete with Flea. No. What if Flea wanted you to open for his, I don't know, side project? String Theory's going on the road. Yeah. And my no shirt policy would be very, very popular. Better learn how to drive. You know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't go on their bus. I have to. Have to You're gonna have to them. drive the bus. Also, <laughs> <laughs> this is not like no a free way. ride. So much money. Yeah, they don't pay me, but they make me drive the bus, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's and you have to wash their tube socks. <laughs> oh, I get to wash with their your page. spit, <laughs> oh. and you have to suck their kiss. <laughs> if I forget socks on that tour, You're then set. I'll have a, pl- a plentiful supply. <laughs> Gross. Ankle socks. Okay, yeah. you get you get to see the sock in real life, and it's just an ankle sock. You're like, and you oh. thought it was a tube sock yeah, the whole time. The TV ads like six <laughs> inches, <laughs> like they always say. Um. Okay. So where did you get this shirt? The Vancouver Rock Shop. Oh, like, oh. like down on Granville Street. Oh, yeah. That's near Blaze Pizza, my new favorite place. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it's also near uh, 
wherever the place is that I got my belly button pierced. It's like right oh, next door. Oh, what's it called? It starts with an A, I feel like. Is it called Next? I thought it was called Next. Oh, maybe. But then there's one called like Adrenaline. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, I went to the Vancouver Rock Shop. I, I was w- walking around the store. I couldn't see any Red Hot Chili Pepper shirts. And so after a while I had to suck You're it. You're just crying. I had to suck it up and talk to somebody. I didn't want to, but like I had to go up to to one of the oh, I guess this has almost become a retail dream. Yeah. Because totally. I had to go up and ask them like with with shame in my heart, uh, <laughs> do you have any red hot chili peppers t shirts? And they said this way, sir. And they had an entire rack of red well, hot chili peppers. Like a whole wing. How did you choose? Oh, yeah. Were there a couple like runner up? So you just wanted this one, the classic well, there, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, right? Yeah, this is the Blood Sugar Sex Magic shirt. There so there were What so- do you think that means? It's like Love Angel Baby Music. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, just their f- favorite it's four the original. words. Or Love Angel Some Music, music baby? baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. lab. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like this one because all four of their tongues are sixty nine ing. Yeah, they're four twenty ing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, and it's tribal. It's got some tribal. It's a little bit, little bit tribal. It really is <laughs> a classic. Yeah, it's so there were there were some that were like super boring, just like the the logo. The yeah. like asterisk logo. The and anus. Then, yeah, the angel's asshole. Bright red anus. Yeah. And <laughs> angel's asshole is, I'm afraid to say what it's actually called. Really? They call yeah. it that? They call it the angel's asshole. And then then there were, <laughs> yeah, I know. Then there were some that were really far along the Ed Hardy oh. Oh, shit. aesthetic of, of calligraphy and, and stuff like that. Just like really tasteful. Any yeah. rhinestones or sparkles? I mean... Uh, would I be wearing this one if they had any ones? <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> true, yeah. true. I, I, I tried to land right in the middle of boring and Ed Hardy. This was the. This it's was pretty nice. This it's was quite tasteful. Yeah, yeah, it's I think cool. So. I okay. Forgive me if this is too forward, but aren't mm. like all T-shirts there like fifty dollars? It was thirty three dollars after tax. Oh, okay, oh, that's yeah. great. Not that's too bad. Yeah, so we can add that to my total of how okay. much money I've spent on. I feel like we covers. should just go right into a segment and go back to retail nightmares. Should we? I want to know a total. Okay. Yeah. So, how much money have you spent on the Red Hot Chili Peppers? How much money have you spent? I see a t-shirt. I want to own ya. I'll buy a ticket down to California. So we have played this segment before, but I discovered after that I, I weaseled my way out of an actual figure. Well, it's embarrassing to talk about money, but we are amongst friends. Yeah. So let's let's try to figure this out am, among us. Cause okay. I'll just begin this by saying it's definitely four digits. Oh, whoa. Yeah, so it's, it's in the hundreds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of thousands. <laughs> um, let me get out my calculator. Okay. okay I'm going to get out my cough syrup. Lozenges. <laughs> Your pastilles. Jay, after. Which reminds me, I have two retail nightmares. Okay. After every time Alex adds a, a, a number, can you do the chiching cash register sound effect, please? Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I'd say that I owned between this, like the studio albums and also live albums and, <laughs> and singles. Uh, like, you know, when you bought the CD singles to get like the, the, the bonus tracks and stuff. Yeah. I totally know how that was. (laughs) So I'd say I have probably like nine, nine studio albums, like five to six singles. And then probably like 
five to six like live albums or b-side collections or something like that holy so shit how much do you think that all costs so let's say 15 albums 15 at, times at, nine 135 wait yeah and then five albums also at about 15 dollars <laughs> And okay, then the singles. So 15 times 14, $345. Oh my God, already? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Plus singles. Plus singles, say at five bucks each for about five. So we can okay, so throw in 25. 375. So when I was 15, my dad, so my, my stepbrother and I turned 15 the same month. And so for like a joint present, they drove us to Seattle to go see Red Hot Chili Peppers wow. at Key Arena. Sick. What a nice gift. So it was a very nice gift, Ow. very thoughtful. So we stayed in a hotel. Uh, there was gas, uh, all the food <laughs> you along had the gas. way. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's America. <laughs> oh, yeah. And were you driving from here to there? Yeah, from Vancouver to Seattle. Okay. Overnight. So what, how much do you think the tickets cost? Say 60 bucks each, probably. American? It's probably at par back then, so we'll just keep yeah. it at. It's called 69. And how many of you went? Your dad? Four of us went. I think we got two okay. rooms. Like one for my our and what are we talking and, about? A Holiday Inn or Motel Eight? We modest. So let's do one hundred and twenty-five dollars a night for hotels times yeah. two for two fifty. What's gas cost back in two thousand? Oh, let's say fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah, let's say fifty. Okay. Okay, so we're at nine hundred and forty-six dollars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still fifteen years old. <laughs> oh shit! We didn't add DVDs. There were at least three DVDs. Okay, and how much is a DVD? Twenty-five bucks. Okay, so seventy-five. We've broken the four-digit mark. Yeah, for so. I spent more than this on coats. Don't even worry about this. <laughs> um, well, we can add thirty-three dollars for this T-shirt. Um, skip ahead to the present. Okay. Now, work how, your way back. How many concerts? Oh, I, I, so I went to, this is where it gets ambiguous. So I, I went to uh, V Festival, the Virgin Festival in... Uh, just for virgins. Yeah, just for virgins. <laughs> Me and all the other Red Hot Chili Pepper fan virgins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> except for the four men on stage. Um, everybody was a virgin. So I went to V Festival 2003 in England. Um, Did you go to England just to go to this? <laughs> no, I think I might have been there already. Okay. <laughs> so we won't count that part. Yeah, we won't. But we can probably count like the train ticket. Okay. To get to the V Festival. How much? That's probably about a hundred. hundred. hundred bucks? Trains are not cheap. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, say 150 probably for like a the, the three day pass. And the reason why you went was it the Red Hot Chili Peppers? They were the primary draw. Let's uh, do 75 then. Okay. Mm, I, I, I understand that. Yeah. They, okay. were, they were like the headliners for one of the days. Yeah. Okay. And then like Belle and Sebastian was the other day. It was Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Basically gosh. The same thing. <laughs> my favorite thing is to ask who Coldplay is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now we're into 2003. I'd say I've for, I, oh, probably into two thousand and three dollars. Almost, <laughs> almost. So two thousand and three, we're fifteen years away from this thirty-three dollar T-shirt. Right. Well, we're just filling in the time in between. I'd say I've seen them five times, but probably only like additional times to the ones we've already covered. But probably only paid for it like three times, maybe. Because you were reviewing. I've it. reviewed them a couple times. Okay. And do you have a guesstimate? For those three that you paid for? Um, $75 each. Okay. Wow. No one's ever going to beat this. No. <sighs> oh, the Anthony Kiedis biography. I think that one counts. Like really $17. Want to read yeah. Oh, this isn't actually my first. I had a Californication shirt as well. So we can throw in another 30 <laughs> Um. Oh, I, I dyed my hair 
to look like Anthony Kiedis circa Californication when he had the blonde hair. Yeah. Wow. So I'd say it probably costs, what, $100 to get your hair bleached to the... I mean, you got a deal. Yeah. <laughs> I've never gotten it for that low. Yeah. We're creeping up on $2,000. I think, oh, well, so we didn't ever talk about like the solo albums of the guitarist. <laughs> um, I'd say I probably owned about five of those, so 20 bucks a pop. <laughs> You are, uh, you, I've never seen you so proud as mm. when you list the things. <laughs> yeah, these are humble brags, yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Oh, there was a, definitely a book of guitar tablature. Okay. <laughs> yeah, for say 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Okay, and then you have those five solo albums. Mm -hmm. So let's say like 100 bucks. Sure. Okay, so mm. we're at seventeen twenty-one. We haven't covered all the vinyls. <laughs> uh, I think I've got about five records, probably thirty bucks a pop. <sighs> this is a shameful, 18, shameful display. No, it's not. You just really like them. It's not that much. Yeah, money. you found yeah. something. It's over twenty years that you're yeah. passionate about, and it's yeah. harmless. <laughs> who, who can say that they're into something? now that they were into when they were 15 yeah like it's rare still eating sugar <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Love it. wow is do you think that's it I, is there anything we're missing clothing wise a hat maybe a pair of boxers thong. some socks oh, there were a, there was a pair of board shorts okay <laughs> i knew there was something yeah yeah i'm gonna say it was 30 dollars impulse for purchase shorts. for sure oh the fan club membership oh my god and how much is that per year or is it a lifetime was, uh, so i think it it was only ever re-upped once. I think this was kind of the the tail end of when you would even have a fan club, when that sure. kind of thing would even exist. Because what was in it for you? Uh, I, I got a, like, they sent a... How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> they sent a few random things. But one of the things, I still have it, is the kind of like a little envelope of, of photographs, like you would get at London Drugs or something. Uh, Just like yeah. literally photo printouts of like, Christmas photos like they'd be like Anthony Kiedis with his girlfriend and their dog under the Christmas tree like unwrapping oh, presents I got very strange I, I one time got a Spice Girls thing like that and it came in like a little paper sleeve like you mm -hmm. would get from yeah. the, the photo developer and it was just a random snapshots of the Spice Girls and some of them were totally like postcard style but some were very mm -hmm. interesting not posed at all and like glare on mm -hmm. your face and stuff like yeah, it was, red eye it was weird blurry, yeah. and I of course put them up in my locker oh that sounds great <laughs> whereas I just have them stashed under my bed under your or mattress yeah. <laughs> they're all stuck yeah. together <laughs> crusted <laughs> okay so that let's call that uh, 10 bucks oh I think that that's very generous of you i'd say it's 50 probably 50 i still have like i, I there's a laminated membership card that i still own okay and i remember i paid 50 extra dollars to get a signed tour program so that's another 50 dollars yes. we're past two thousand no, dollars of course we we're are. at 2001 <laughs> chili odyssey <laughs> spice odyssey <laughs> i wonder if some of that stuff would be more or less now um yeah i mean that's true just wait till one of them dies and then it'll be worth a ton of money sure. and you can sell it all off now here's a wrinkle <laughs> i have written about them numerous times oh so you've made money i made money back oh, all right let's deduct okay if you're comfortable mm, i'm gonna i'm gonna say i've probably made about I'm going to say I've made about a thousand dollars okay so okay. we're we're only just over 
the uh, the four digit mark. One thousand and one dollars. I think that's really reasonable for something that's, you really love. That's actually okay. Yeah, actually, you feel better about yourself, yeah. don't you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I thought of that last little uh, redemption at the yeah. end. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Since we started Thanks. doing this segment, like I've actually kind of have this newfound admiration for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, like I'm reading the book now, which... Scar Tissue? Yeah, I'm oh, reading Scar amazing. Tissue. I'm I was going to say, still, but you always tell me it takes you a long time to read books. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't remember the last time I had a chance to read it. And I'll read like one page at a time and then fall asleep. I'm at about a hundred pages in. Um, definitely, definitely a lot of stuff in there that... Um, would be considered a crime. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a that's a sorted one page. A lot of assaults bed. and yeah, I felt like such a creep reading it on the plane because I was mm. always sitting next to a stranger and it was always like, so this is the first time I masturbated to my friend's <laughs> sister, and I was just like, this is a nightmare. Why would you brag about this? Yeah, <laughs> you know that famous as a person who's writing a book that involves myself. I'm like, who would read this fucking shit mm-hmm. when you're famous? Like people. A, don't realize that nobody thinks that that stuff is important, so they write about it. And B, people do want to read it because they're obsessed with them. Yeah, that's true. And I think people just love, like, a sort of sensational thing for, you know... What, I remember when that mm-hmm. came out, everyone was reading it, like, on the bus. Yeah. There was, like, multiple people reading it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good video. <laughs> <laughs> it's outrageous. It's, it's one of the truly wildest books. Yeah, like, he, in it, like, he's... He was sort of like taken under the wing of Sonny Bono. And at one point, his dad couldn't look after him. So Cher had to look after him. And he was like, I watched her undress. And I was oh. like lying nude in her bed. And it's like, you're literally 12. You're not going to have sex yeah. with Cher. Like, stop making it seem like you had a chance to fuck Cher. Like, yeah, no one has a chance to fuck she's Cher. She's literally a goddess. A goddess. <laughs> like, she's on another level. But the the things that happen with his dad. I mean, if he could turn back time, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) The things that happen with his dad are so intense and kind of horrifying. Yeah, was he abusive? No, well, Well, like not in the define abusive, not in the stereotypical way, neglectful, not physically, no, but he just treated him like he was a buddy instead of a child. So he was like, "Hey, uh, why don't you fuck my girlfriend?" And I'll like watch and tell uh, you what to do. How old was he? Like thirteen. No, like, that's it, abuse. It's <laughs> bad. That's yeah. Abuse. It's really messed up. Yeah. But the fucked up thing was, I mentioned the fan club earlier. His dad ran the fan club, so like I had correspondence with Blackie Dammit, Anthony Kiedis's father, which is not his birth name. <laughs> <laughs> Still clinging on to that drug dealer name. That was his actor name. I'm going to read this was book. It? Don't tell me anymore. Okay. Oh, yeah, spoilers, there's spoilers. Yeah. There's honestly, this is all just from like the first three pages. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, that's I want to just make sure we're at a thousand and one dollars, right? Yeah. We cut back on the mm-hmm. thousand that you've earned at least from them. I think that <laughs> it was money well spent. Thank you very much. I wish I was passionate about something like that in some way. Like I don't. Mm. I like uh, weird vintage toys. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a Tumblr about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good that. Tumblr. Yeah. In a weird way, it's embarrassing, but also honest to say that I think my life can be kind of divided into the the pre-Red Hot Chili Peppers and the post-Red Hot Chili Peppers years. Right. Because the reason that I started playing guitar and then got interested in music and then became a journalist about music was because of Red Hot Chili Peppers. And maybe if it wasn't Red Hot Chili Peppers, it would have been somebody else. But... 
They flipped the switch. They were the ones that did flip the switch. And it was <laughs> Anthony Kiedis dancing around in a kilt, a Woodstock 94 VHS home video. I can remember that yeah. very clearly. It's your first sexual experience. <laughs> a little bit. Like, it was like, but it was something symbolic to you. Something It meant something to you, right? Well, I had been really into sports as a little kid. And then as an early teen, got into pro wrestling. And then... My you love should of, look at my Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> my love of pro wrestling just segued smoothly into a love of Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're the professional wrestling of music. I wow, think. that's a really good way of putting it. I think I had my moment like that with Shane O'Connor. Like oh, the first time sure. I saw her ever. I can't remember what award show she was on. It was obviously a music one. And I was so taken aback by a woman being allowed to look like that. Allowed, which was her choice, obviously. The way that she danced, the way that she dressed, and the way that she sang, and she was Irish, so there was like a, I was like, is this what Irish people are like? Because I'm, I, my family's Irish, and I don't know what that means, mm -hmm. but like because of her, I like sang in high school, and I only sang Shane O'Connor songs. Nice. Yeah. But that moment where I was like, oh, this is like, this is exactly what I like. This is who I want to be like. Mm -hmm. And look at me today. <laughs> <laughs> Just tearing up a picture of the Pope every other day. That was so powerful as a Catholic kid, like seeing that. You've just got a backpack full of Xeroxes of the Pope being like, hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, check this out. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's when I was anything. like the best and coolest show at that time too. So to see like that happen. Yeah. But my, I've only probably spent like $45 to $50 on Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen her perform live. Okay. And I probably would assume it's too late. Yeah. Well... There's always new ways to spend money on the things that you like. More opportunities will come along. sharing that. Yeah. yeah you're and welcome. We'll, we'll touch on that a bit more later. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> we haven't <laughs> discussed it enough. Um, Alicia, do you, back to the retail nightmares, yeah. do you have I have two, one or two? retail nightmares. Okay. But they're really short. Um, so for Christmas this year, my friend Sarah Hadar, past guest, she's in our first few episodes, really lovely uh, film person. Um, we decided we don't have like family that we hang out with on Christmas. So we went to hotel Vancouver for a brunch. It was very expensive and, uh, we got there and it was a bit hectic and I hadn't left the house cause I'd been in the house writing or thinking about writing every day for like four days before. And there's this weird lineup situation where you had to get in line to confirm that you were there to take your table. And there's like, there's seating like over a hundred people Whoa. Uh, for this brunch. It's like maybe 200 I, I don't know, because we, we ended up getting a beautiful, quiet uh, table, sort of in like a whiskey room or something. But out of nowhere, like after everyone's kind of checked in, everyone knows what's going on. We're just waiting for the first seating to clear. This woman comes in and she's like the perfect bitch. And I just, I love, I love people like this. She goes to the front of the line, which is, of course, not where you should start out in a line. <laughs> And she's like, excuse me, it is 1140 and I do not know what's going on here, but shouldn't we be eating by now? <laughs> and it was just so amazing. Like, had she, of course, had any manners and didn't think she's entitled to being at the front of the line. And this is like not a not fancy place. It's kind of fancy there. So it was just wonderful to watch. And uh, I love it. I love it because then the woman was like, it's just hotel staff are so polite and they're so well-trained that they never even blink an eye at this kind of behavior. And I can't remember the way that the woman said it, but she's like, oh, yes, uh, you have to check in here. And then she pointed at the line. It was like 50 people deep. I was like, yes. <laughs> I loved it. That's very satisfying. Very satisfying, yeah. yeah. My second weird retail nightmare for everyone who's not, I've just been like out in stores too much, too much, too much, was I was on Robson Street in 
on Christmas Day and people were trying to get into stores. And it's like the one day a store is closed. Yeah. Like, give it up, Vancouver. (laughs) Can't shop all the time. And then I went to buy cough syrup because I was sick. And the Shoppers Drug Mart on Commercial Drive had more security guards in it than uh, shoppers. And somebody kept watching me. And I can tell when someone's a security guard, almost anyone can. It's very easy. And then I realized that they had no cough syrup on sale. And I think that's because they want to dissuade people from drinking it. (laughs) Yeah. Also, the price of homeopathic cough syrup has really gone up. (laughs) And I'm not happy about it. It's bullshit. Well, it's probably bullshit in so many (laughs) different ways. But it has like ingredients that I can... I can understand. So, I, and it does help me stop coughing because it's just like sugar water. <laughs> Drinking yeah. anything feels really good. Yeah. As yeah. long as there's something coating your throat. Yeah. I don't mean that in a gross way. I I'm didn't being think sincere. You did. <laughs> I was just like, I, I'm waiting for the fallout. Um, so, my retail nightmare uh, consisted of attempting to buy Alex alcoholic root beer before the <laughs> podcast. Um, there was a woman stocking the shelves with. Uh, this beverage and she was doing it so slowly and precisely like it felt like she was like putting her her like perfectly formed art on the shelf and like positioning it just so I was surprised that she wasn't like kissing each one and then like she got to the end and she had one left over that didn't fit so she took everything out and started again and she was standing right where I needed to be looking and oh. i was just like jesus christ like what is what? happening into the incubator <laughs> um and so i watched her reassemble the whole display and then uh, i figured like i should probably get one of these things if she's treating them so uh delicately so alex yeah. here you go here's your uh my my flashing peaches i don't Does it know. have 1% alcohol is that it's, what it's, it's seven? Seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's terrifying yeah. art. Well, I mean, like, it's, it's her beautiful creation. So who are we to judge? Yeah. What is it? You it's know? like someone's mouth being covered. It's kind of like a comic art. Yeah. I've seen these before on the ground, like empty. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, um, we'll be sure to d- deposit it on the ground uh, on the street where it belongs after <laughs> we're finished this podcast. That's where it belongs. This is the podcast that believes in so littering. So you took one off the shelf. Did her, she just melt? No, it was after <laughs> after she had uh, left. Okay. She should have yeah. just taken the one off her hands. I should have, but I, I didn't realize that there wasn't any alcoholic root beer mm. at this point. Well, let's, um, uh, let's capture this moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so... How are your uh, first sips tasting? <laughs> oh, that's very peachy. Yeah? It's, it's almost eerily peachy. I'm going to try a bit. Too. Do it. Is it like a, a peachy gummy flavor? It's very distinctly fuzzy peach. Oh, the, yeah. The fuzz, I yeah. figured... I like all those flavor houses just kind of farm out their mm-hmm. flavor products to everybody. Wow, I yeah. could taste it before I put it in my mouth. <laughs> and isn't isn't it odd that I don't think... It smells like body shop. <laughs> I don't think that that's what peach tastes like. It's no, just, no. It's just fake peach. what fake peach tastes like. And we can recognize it as fake peach. It's like how blue has become a flavor. Yeah. And that's raspberry, right? But like Someone you, made fun of me because I thought it was blueberry. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's blue. Yeah. I remember, yeah. There was blue Pepsi. They used to have blue Pepsi. I don't know if you remember, if you remember no, that. No, I don't. It just tasted I feel like... they like, had a red and a clear as well. Well, they had clear for sure. But did right. they have a red I think crystal they might have a cherry Pepsi? or something. But like they had a Pepsi blue and it was 
unclear what it was except for blue. That's a great simply... product name is Pepsi Unclear. <laughs> <laughs> just most Pepsi. It just tasted like blue. It was it was like I didn't even know what to say other than like, well, yeah, it tastes like blue. I don't like those sort of flavors. Mm. I do love cola though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you love these things. I, these I things. Do. Yeah, this is my jam. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, that's great to have something else. Yep. I wonder how much money you've spent on fruity. On blue. <laughs> how much money have I earned back? How much money have I earned back on those beverages? I have a thing, like there's a fake flavor that I really don't like, and it's like strawberry f- fake flavor. Fake strawberry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a, a pen that is fake strawberry smell that um, my former coworker gave me, and it was a very sweet gift, but it made all my other pens smell like fake strawberry. Oh, no. I think actually... I think it died and I threw it away recently, mm. but... Uh, I wanted to give that a whirl. It's too bad. <laughs> well, I think you could smell any you of the other pens color your tongue. that used to be beside it. It was just, it wasn't even like a um, a marker. It was just like a ballpoint pen that smelled oh, wow. like strawberry. Oh, I've never seen one of those. Yeah. And like the outside of it was like strawberry pattern with like a, the little green leaf at the top. It was a sweet gift, but it was huh. like, it's made all my other pens smell like strawberry. So much so... Like if I was feeling a bit sensitive <laughs> to smells, I would take out a pen and be like, I'm going to barf. <laughs> um, if, the, if the goal is a gift is to have it not be forgotten. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, a yeah. memorable gift. And I did, out of spite, I sort of like used up the whole pen. Oh, sure. yeah, Because I refused to throw anything away. <laughs> um, Alex, hit us with another retail nightmare. So... I haven't actually worked retail in a while. I think I gave my my greatest hits uh, last time I was here. But I since I started, uh, since I, I moved to Toronto, I did. Oh, did I mention I moved to Toronto? <laughs> <laughs> okay, just just so we're clear. You live in Drake's house, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that would be fun. That you, would be good. You're his uh, butt sniffer. Yeah, he lives on top of the CN Tower, so he lives uh, on top of you. <laughs> Wherever I am is Drake's house. You live inside of Drake. <laughs> You're his tapeworm. <laughs> it wouldn't a- be a bad life. <laughs> sure, he eats well. You could just get the scraps. Yeah. I th- I think he's a vegetarian now. It wouldn't mm. even be like that gross. Well, it probably would. <laughs> <laughs> to live inside someone's bowels? Yeah. I think I'd rather live inside of <laughs> Drake than most people. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it's a good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I feel strange. <laughs> yeah. I feel alive for the first time. Um, okay. So I got a job at a entertainment magazine called Exclaim. I don't know why I was being coy about that yeah. for a second. I got a job at Exclaim magazine, which is a, a magazine that I've written for freelance for a long time. And then when I moved to Toronto, which is where I live now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got a full time job there because luckily they had an opening. And so we're on. You don't mind living in Drake, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I have the I have the real the, the hot scoop on what Drake's been eating today. The hot you scoop. are a hot scoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the opening was Drake's butthole. Yeah. So you got a job in Toronto. I got a job in Toronto and we're right on Bloor Street. Ever heard of it? It's in Toronto. <laughs> and, <laughs> like and this. It's a it's like definitely a, a sort of commercial retail street. There's, so busy. It's very busy. I've There's, been to the Exclaim offices before. Oh, yeah, didn't you play a session there? Yeah. Yeah. In the parking lot. Yeah. So it's a 
as as you know, it's a, a retail street. Lots of like restaurants. It's all it's all restaurants and retail shops and bars on on the street. And then there's us, which is a office where strangers aren't really welcome because we're all just doing our office jobs. Are you at street level? We're at street level. Oh shit! <laughs> so we're the only storefront that isn't actually a storefront. And so we get like a couple types of unwelcome visitors. Some are the ones who just decide, I like this magazine. I think I'll go pay them a visit. And And you just have the door unlocked? Well, now we got a big gate because this was happening so (laughs) much. But I think arguably even worse than that, we actually like this has happened several times where people would come in and kind of be like, oh, what do you guys do here? Amazing. (laughs) Cool. Uh, So do you guys sell anything here? And you're like, no, like the, the, the paper's free. You can just pick it up at, at the box. And But they just wanted to participate in, in capitalism so badly that they were like somebody was trying to buy things off us. And there was just a stereo that somebody stuck a Doritos sticker on so that it looks like a Doritos radio, but it's just a, it's just a regular stereo. And this guy was trying to like buy the radio off us. You're like, that's our only one. We don't, we can't stream on these computers. Yeah. We only can listen to all of your promo CDs that we send, you sent us via this radio. And, and so he, he just really wanted to have a retail dream with us, but it was a retail nightmare because we don't do that. You don't even have a cash register. You're no. not retail. Yeah. So, so my retail nightmare is just people trying to treat us like we're a retail <laughs> store where in fact we're simply an office. So now do people try the gate? <laughs> yeah. And you guys just look up from <laughs> your desk and don't do anything? Well, there's a, there's like the camera they can like press to be buzzed in. Okay. And, and then we can see them on the street. Uh, the window shoppers don't usually get that far. So it hasn't really been a problem since we got the gate. You should do a pop-up shop there and sell like artisanal, like chili peppers ornaments made out of broken bass strings. Yeah, that'd be great. We, we always have a big supply of Red Bull. So maybe I could do some sort of a Red Bull chili pepper. Yeah. We're a Red Red Bull Bull sponsor. Um, Not officially, but they want, I think they want to be associated with. They're flirting with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever have like energy drinks and I, I don't even have coffee. I drink tea, but I don't, I don't have like intense caffeinated drinks. But one time I got like a Mountain Dew. What's the Mountain Dew? Extreme. Oh. You know? I think I know. I think I've seen it. I didn't realize it was yeah. an energy drink. They, they Mountain were, Dew cliffhanger. Something. It's like, it, it, it's honestly something like that. Kickstart. It's called Kickstart. Oh, I didn't realize that was an energy drink. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I had it once and it really didn't make me feel good. No. Yeah. I mean, Mountain Dew is already an energy drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It has uh, so much I used to have it. a whole Mountain Dew dance that I do when I drank Mountain Dew and I would <laughs> kick my leg up and be like, it's due time. <laughs> it was really cute. I one time got heart palpitations from drinking a cocktail with an energy drink in it. And oh. if you oh, yeah. look at all energy drinks, uh, uh, energy energy drink. drink. Energy drinks. I need an energy drink. Uh, if you look at all energy drink cans, they say do not consume with alcohol. Oh, and I'm God. like, how how come there are cocktails mm-hmm. that have Red Bull and all these things in it? The the upper yeah. downer. Yeah. The upper downer drink. Former guest Mike Tobin had a real energy drink thing going for a while until I found out and I put my foot down. Because he gets up, like, he's retired now, but he would get up. And I think in the last stage of his career, most of the trips that he did were in the States. 
So if he had to drive a lot, he would have an energy drink. And I was like, you're 60-something. You can't drink those. They could give you a heart attack. He's like, no. And then he read it up on them. He's like, yeah, actually. <laughs> and yeah. he'll stop. Yeah. They, the five-hour energy drinks, I would drink when uh, we were doing like, you know, eight to 10-hour drives on tour. Yeah, and everyone in my band decided they wanted to sleep. And so I was like, well, it's just me. And I need to keep myself entertained. I become like Robin Williams when I have an energy <laughs> drink. It is no good. I'm like that too with coffee sometimes. Like it just really gets my, like I become such a motor mouth yeah. so loud. I It's like, it's a good thing that they're all asleep because I'm literally like singing along to every song, trying to sing all the parts at the same time. Wearing but I think that's how nose. those became popular was like rave stuff and then driving stuff, right? Yeah. Like, you really that's it's dangerous it's so easy to fall mm-hmm. asleep at the wheel that's why my dad was doing it yeah my dad was doing 7-eleven drugs yeah my friend and former guest uh adrian teacher started doing it so i was like if he's doing it mm. like he's one of the most wholesome guys out there Sure. like he's not really a drug guy maybe you could be really creative too if you do energy yeah, drinks yeah maybe i can just be like the darling of the vancouver indie scene yeah um but alas no it just turns me into robin williams um is it time for honking on bobo yeah remix R- reprise yeah For the listener, if you have not heard the segment before, it's where we have an ultimatum uh, where we have to choose between a horrible Aerosmith album and a vague metaphor for sex in a CCR song. Uh, and it's on the count of three. Alex, you've played once before. What's the CCR one called again? Chuglin. Chuglin. Yeah. Of course, sorry. Yeah. You haven't written about that for Exclaim? <laughs> I I'm, I may have actually written about honking on Bobo. I don't really? think I've written about just like re revisiting honking on Bobo after all these years. Yeah, re reviewing it. What year was that? I feel like it was nineties. Late. It yeah. was late. It was for... mid nineties. I think. Yeah, they had quite a run. Yeah, they had the runs also. They probably did a <laughs> quite lot. A lot of the time. Um. Okay. So on the count of three, honking on Bobo or Chuglin, one. Two, three. Honk Honk on on Bobo. Bobo. Oh, three-way Bobo. Three-way Bobo. It's the only three-way I'm ever going to have. Yeah, same. Yeah, I have an aversion to CCR now because uh, they played it a lot at my work Christmas party. And I, mm. I was, it was there was like a DJ that they had hired who was trying to get people on mm. the floor dancing. And I, was CCR? Like, and I was like, seriously, what is this? Like... We're not like in Vietnam. <laughs> Better versions of Proud Mary. It was like Fortunate Son. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was at Kaf- Kafka's on Main Street a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and I got there a bit earlier than my friend. And they're playing a CCR song. And I was like, weird. So weird. Because it was old when I was a kid. Yeah. And then five minutes later, the same song came back on. And then five <laughs> minutes later, the same song came back on. I was oh, like, no. what? And uh, my friend, it's Chris Von Sambathy, has uh-huh. been talking about like reincarnation or the idea that we're just part of some sort of matrix and a trick and not really here. Oh, and I yeah. was like, this song is proving it. <laughs> that we live in a simulation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel Steven Tyler has sort of... He's a stimulation. <laughs> <laughs> He's like post-ironically amazing, I think. Go on. You know, you like... Is this your think piece? <laughs> no, well, it's about to... 
become that, I guess. Pitch but, it to explain. <laughs> you know, people have been taking Fogarty seriously. This is CCR's John Fogarty. Yeah, they, yeah. they take him seriously to the point that I'm kind of sick of it. Whereas we've spent our, our whole lives since I was a kid thinking Steven Tyler was kind of a joke. That's true. But he's still here. Yeah, he's a rich joke. Yeah. I didn't think of him as a joke when I was a teenager. Mm. I just started thinking of him as a joke when Jack Sparrow became a character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does have a lot of scarves. Scarves and piracy. That's true. I don't know. Doesn't he have an autobiography? Oh, he must. Steven Tyler called, I need more scarves. (laughs) I need more chapstick. Between CCR and Aerosmith, only one of them has been in Wayne's World 2. And that was Aerosmith, so they win. A Classic Hong Kong film all day long. <laughs> Aerosmith too. I mean Wayne's World too. So I have a new idea for a segment. Okay. Wonderful. And it's called How Much Money Can We Make You Spend Right This Minute on the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> <laughs> How much money will you spend? So uh, Jay did a little bit of research. I'm okay. just going to go over to the computer and continue uh, continue recording. Jay's got a few items, choice items okay. open in uh, various online stores. We've got uh, eBay, Etsy, that sort of thing. So I'm going to start over here. Uh, okay. I don't know if you can see this. Oh. It's a flea red hot chili peppers infant one piece outfit. <laughs> Free shipping. Oh, it's it's really nice. It is very nice. 2106? Oh, is is there a, a onesie in my size? No, sadly. Oh, it's so good. Infant only. So that's a no-go, right? I think the fact that I mean, if that were on a t-shirt, 100%. Okay, I'm, so uh, that's um we've got a flea watercolor style art print. 1402. I love it. How much is it? 1402. $14? Yeah. That's pretty good. How big is it? Is that um, like a 12 by 11 17? 11 by 17. That's, so, that's a pretty good size for $14. This that's is, pretty good. This is, is a framed hand, or unframed? It's handmade item. Um, let's see. Um, archival quality inks. Uh, frame not included. Oh, I think that's sorry, a really guys. good that's price. That's pretty good. That's that. I want to see what else you have, but that's really okay. Good. Well, we've got this Anthony Kiedis painting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so terrible. It I looks love- like Jesus. <laughs> it looks like Jesus with Amy Winehouse hair. Oh, what's that hilarious show where they go Yas Queen the whole time? <laughs> um, Broad City. Broad that City. looks like the woman from Broad City. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's that's Abby Jacobson. Yeah. The thing I like is that so. Anthony Kiedis has some like tribal armband tats that haven't aged very well. Oh, like, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, they probably aged well on his body, but not culturally. Oh, he's got a great body. Yeah, he does have a good body. <laughs> and But right now, like he's got his arms up. So we've got the the tattoo from the back where it looks the worst. Yeah. Like it's it's the linking point it of the armband. It looks like two Klingon. Uh... Jessica, how much is this? Fifty six fifteen. I feel Ooh. like I could buy that for you and you would really love it. I can paint that it for you. It would look wonderful next to your Duchovny. 
Okay, well, I've got I've got an even better print, and I'm going to zoom into this. Is this them as Lord of the Rings? No, this is called Alice's Red Hot Metallic Rage Garden. Oh, <laughs> so wow, we've got we've got Lane Staley, James Hetfield, Chris Cornell, Anthony Kiedis, and Zach De La Roca, all just sort of uh, in a post-apocalyptic. If 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 there were a member of Jane's Addiction in there, I might be oh, down. True, or but... maybe maybe uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, too. sure, yeah. Okay, we got a Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> art vinyl record clock, home oh, wall decor, oh, yeah. twenty four sixty two. That's a bargain. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Okay, um, Chad Smith nipple photograph. That's disgusting. Just a picture of Chad <laughs> pinching his own nipple. It's uh, <laughs> wow, that makes me feel yucky. Yeah, Vintage black and white. Um. Okay, so that's a no. Uh, yeah, Dave just, Navarro guitar picks with upside down cross and glass drop bead earrings. Maybe for oh, you, for your lady friend. For, yeah, for for our special day. Or, How much are those? Uh, Sixteen thirty eight. <laughs> weird, weird prices. Maybe it's because it's in Canadian dollars. Yeah, definitely. Okay. What's the shipping on all these? Um, shipping on this four ninety six. This okay. is from Australia. Ooh, that's good from Australia. Good day, mate. What about uh the Red Hot Chili Puppies dog oh. shirt in size XL from Motley Zoo? Oh, sorry, I need to get in close for this one. It's uh, it's, it's a puppy shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the Red style. Hot Chili Puppies. <laughs> that is a band I could Have spend they a lot of money. Chili wrong there. Uh, yeah. I think there's two L's on that chili. There is. Yeah. I try not to get sued. Okay, yeah. this no, is just like a classic vintage shirt. We've got a chicken foot Chad Smith signed guitar. <laughs> um, $447.44. Yeah, I mean, this is a nice looking guitar. Sure. You, you made $1,000 off of them so you could get Fender two. Strat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is practically free at this point. Yeah, I could, I could definitely write an article about how I bought that guitar. Um, we got a Chad Smith authentic Red Hot Chili Peppers signed photo. Um, is that chicken foot again? It's chicken foot again. <laughs> Jesus. And then this is my personal favorite. Oh. $300 Red Hot Chili Peppers Flea Autograph Sign MLB Baseball. That's wow, the best How one. did they get Flea to sign a baseball? <laughs> he used to be a professional baseball player. Oh, of course. I forgot about that. Where do you think he got those base arms? This is perfect because Alex used to be really good at baseball. What is that? Um, we, this is $14.99 Anthony Kiedis Red Hot Chili Peppers Rear Nude and Jock Strap On Stage Photo. So, uh, does it have the, the watermark on the, the final I version? I don't think so. It's an eight by 10. <laughs> I like that one the best. That's your favorite? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll keep that I think that, that one looks the best. And then there's way. this one. If you like that one, then there's this Anthony Kiedis Red Hot Chili Peppers rear nude on stage photo. So that's everyone. You can see everyone's butts. Um, you can see that sock dangling low. They played like that? That's how, They've oh, got yeah. the socks on the front, I would assume. Yeah. Really? This is the song. Yeah, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I like the other jocks. So one. nothing, nothing is tickling your fancy. Take, take us back to that uh, the the flea. The baseball. The no, the flea. Well, I mean that's great. The guitar. But, no, the print. The the, <laughs> the second uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> that is for the best real? value for sure. What's the shipping on that one? Um, fourteen oh four for the shipping. Yeah, that's two almost... two cents more than the actual cost of the item, but twenty eight dollars. Yeah, that's pretty good. Here, I'm going to give you my credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Here. Okay, so Alex is giving me his credit card. I'm just going to read out the number on here. It's five one. uh, Oh, it's a master. Nine one. You're reading the actual number. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the first four digits. Uh, Four. 
my domestic partner is not going to like this purchase, but we'll, we'll continue. We'll continue this <laughs> off air. You um, can put it up in the office. Well, you've been talking about how you want oh, yeah. more art for your yeah, apartment. Yeah, no, no. So no, I'm, I'm going to get this now that you live in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you look really nice with a white frame. Yeah. Yeah. Very tasteful. Nice mat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You spend $300 having it professionally framed. <laughs> yeah. That's how art works. Yeah. Um, if I had $300, I would full on get that baseball. <laughs> yeah. If I wanted to spend it. It is really dumb. Why a baseball? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's so random. He probably right? threw the opening pitch at like the the Lakers game. The funky, <laughs> the wrong <funky>. ball. <laughs> he just threw it and yeah. hurt someone really badly. Flee, you fucking asshole. He's like, I'm. Yeah, didn't Anthony Kiedis just get removed from a basketball game recently? Yeah, oh, yeah he flipped out. Didn't yeah, he? He, he. There's a great photo of him uh, giving the finger uh, while being escorted out. Such an embarrassing dad. Such an embarrassing Was he there with dad. his child? He's a father. He's a father. I'm oh. sure many times over. Look at that sock. <laughs> that sock is full. Full of ch- of childbearing <laughs> possibilities. Future little ketuses. He's actually kind of sweet with his kid. Of like course. his kid yeah, is that's great. Uh, named Everly Bear. Everly oh. Bear Ketus. And there's just like photos of them together. Like so many paparazzi photos of him just being tailed by a little like nine-year-old version of himself Jeez. well let's hope he's yeah. a better dad than his dad was to him. sometimes it really balances out yeah. yeah you know you figure out what you are missing and you can do that for somebody else sometimes so you that's just happening for them to put it all into a book in order to know that that is not how to be a dad yeah. is it time for Papo the week it is alex who's your Papo? Papo the while we're in Vancouver from Toronto, where we live. Jesus Christ. Must be nice. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Getting paid what you're worth. <laughs> While we're here, we're, we've been missing our kitties a lot. We've got two back at home. Red hot and chilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dusty and Stripes, they're back home with my aunt and, and we're missing them a lot. So we're staying with my dad who's got a cat named Hodge. And Hodge has like always been like kind of a jerk <laughs> like my dad's arms have, have like historically been covered in scratches oh. and and hodge is very volatile i often have like brought my own cats or dogs to stay at my dad's house and hodge never stands for it for a second and so i was kind of like afraid of of hodge coming into this trip and she's been so sweet, so many cuddles, so many, like she's trying to be a dog licking your face. Interesting. It's, it's really, it's really cute. And Hodge is, is definitely my, my puppo of the week for giving me surrogate love that I'm missing from my, my kitties at home. Now, is she sort of in a new era or is she just really not affectionate with your dad? Cause cats can be very fickle. She's always been, aside from the, excessive scratching very affectionate with my dad like she loves my dad she'll okay. lie on him and climb on his shoulders and stuff she's she's always been sweet to him but not to me but oh. now her her circle of affection has been extended to include me that's lovely it's very nice big win yeah big she win finally listen to your first uh, episode of retail nightmares <laughs> <laughs> and realize what a sympathetic character you are yeah she listened to the string theory ep <laughs> and realized like, you know what i misjudged him holy shit i <laughs> got I a really wrong. good sense of humor yeah. <laughs> um alicia who's your puppo 
Okay, I have two puppos. I saw a really cute dog on the way over here. Um, I was walking up South Granville Street. It was pouring rain and it wasn't when I got off the bus and then I went to Chapters to smell a candle I think I want, but then I always <laughs> put down. I do this every week. What's the flavor? It's called like campfire or something smoke. Mm. And uh, now I have a cold, so I couldn't tell if I liked it. And it's sale, like everything's on sale there. So it just makes me panic. We burn a uh, an incense or like have like a mister kind of thing in the office that... Uh, oh, a nebulizer. That's, it's campfire, camp like campfire smoke flavor. It's quite pleasant, actually. Nice. Yeah, yeah. this, I like a, every once in a while, I like like a heavily scented candle. Mm-hmm. Just because the same, we've had phases with a few, like the lilac candles, beautiful. And yeah, you've given me some nice Really hard candles. to find now. I think they yeah. don't sell it here. I can't find that brand. I saw it somewhere, but then I was getting you something else and I was like, don't get her two things. She'll be mad. Um, <laughs> I'm a real hard ass. <laughs> um, you don't like stuff. That's true, but I do like stuff that you can burn. Yeah, because like houses, <laughs> like money. So this little dog was walking uh, up the street, and he he was. I think he's a mutt, but he's just one of those mutts that should be a dog. Everyone should have a chance to have. Maybe like a a Westie mixed with some sort of other terrier. He's really slender, but he looked like a Westie. So like a he toto. Was shaved. Yeah, but pure white. Oh, and his owner had his his windbreaker up. The rain had just kind of come out of nowhere, which is stupid to say because it's Vancouver. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's always going to be raining in the winter. Uh, and everyone's sort of huddled underneath the awnings trying to get across the street. And this dog looks up at everyone with such love and such affection. And this dad was pushing a stroller and he just waved at the dog and the dog wagged his tail. <sighs> and then as everyone crossed the street together, he kind of made sure everyone was walking at the same time, but they're all strangers. And he's just like such a happy, sweet he's in dog. The pack. Mm. Yeah. I love that Cute. when dogs get into like a group of people and they they get kind of chuffed. They're like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is pretty cute. You heard that, seen that Twitter thoughts of dog? Yeah, I follow it, them. It's so disgusting and it makes me so like gross. But then I read it I'm like, oh, I like it. I hate it because it makes me want to weep. Because it's so pretty. Because it's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's how dogs. For a second, I was like, yeah. you don't think it's nice? No, it's so nice that it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, I can see that. Like it's it's too much emotion. I think having like, I think about like the whole act of getting a dog and keeping a dog and how that dog has no choice in the matter. And like, yeah, that stuff really bombs me out. Yeah. And I think that kind of that Twitter account reminds me of that. Like they have the, a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are they thinking? Yeah, once you get a pet, it has to be for life. Oh, yeah. And because, yeah, the, there's a weird thing where people can treat dogs like possessions if they want to, and they can get them and get rid of them, and it's it's so strange. And it's a, Yeah, it's I think it's just like a different sort of relationship for some people. Yeah. Um, my other pup of the week is my dog, Hank. Um, he's fantastic. He's very, very dirty and very, very hairy right now. And I can't give him a bath because I'm too sick and my shoulders kind of messed up. So I'm taking him for a bath tomorrow. He's going to look so good. I'm excited to see the photos. Uh, he's just a great dog and he's so strange, but he's so sensitive. He's like the difference between how he is. He's like, you know, stubborn and he likes to do his own thing. And the way he is it when he's like focused and cuddly is like there's like two different dogs. And it's so funny. And I was saying before we started the podcast, this new thing is to like body check me. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing the dishes before I came over here with a kind of goal in mind that I would get home and like feel good about getting home to a clean apartment and not doing anything. And, you know, the dog has stuff to do all the time. He's got a basket full of toys. He's got like puzzle toys and chew sticks and new stuffed animals 
But he's like, nope, I'm just going <laughs> to jump on her knees, <laughs> get her attention. We can edit this out if this has been discussed many times, but what's, what was Hank named after? Nothing. Okay, just, just a pretty his name? His first name, his, the two names that were kind of, I had in mind were Buster, which would have been perfect. That's a great name. And I was afraid that he would be a Buster, but it would have su- suited him and been easier to train him because Hank is, you're not supposed to name a dog a one-syllable name. And the other name oh. was Henry. Mm. I wanted to call him Henry. Yeah. But everyone's called Henry again. Yeah. Right. It's a very common yeah. name for children. A lot so. of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's my grandpa's name. Yeah. It's a lovely name and also would have been easier than Hank. It sounds like, no, stop. Is <laughs> it? Yeah. Like he still doesn't know how to lay down. Like we've been working on it this week and every time he's starting to, he's actually like, Jessica would know this, like he never stops moving. Mm-hmm. And it's the same like from sun up until sundown, but now he's starting to take naps. He doesn't have to be with me all the time. Like, it's great. But I also then think he's in the other room. There's only two rooms in our apartment. I go and check on him, make sure he's breathing. <laughs> then he's like, oh, are we going to play again? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. It's really hard when you're looking after an animal to not just constantly check that it's breathing. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And he has these sweet potato things that he likes to eat, but they get stuck to the roof of his mouth. And so I make I have to sit with him until he's done because I'm like, what if he chokes? Yeah. Yeah. Everything else he seems fine with, but these, like, they get really sticky. Well, there's so many things where it's like, don't let the animal, like, even catnip. You're not allowed to let a cat have catnip unsupervised because it can, like, go Just and roll off the counter, steal, <laughs> steal a car. <laughs> oh. Mm. Um, How about you, Jessica? Uh, well, I just want to say before I get to my puppo, if you think dog thoughts is too, like, sincere, you should just follow dog solutions. Okay. Um, because they post things like this outside something has happened and it is not right (laughs) it's just like the thoughts of a dog (laughs) and it's like in kind of internet cheeseburger speak and and real people are responding to it in in i can't has cheeseburger speak yeah what (laughs) you don't know about this twitter it has like hundreds of thousands of followers it's really good anyway um my two puppos are scout the cat and homer the dog who i've been looking after for the last three days i just uh ended my time with them uh i think i already made them pup over the week a couple weeks ago when i first met them but they're so amazing uh homer the dog is sort of a bulldog um maybe a bit of pit bull he's got three legs he's lovely scout is a scottish fold cat who has uh huge big eyes and it was pointed out to me by my boss that she looks like uh taylor swift's cat and i then went down the rabbit hole of looking at taylor swift's instagram and yes she looks exactly like taylor swift's cat like such a nice family yeah it's a very nice family and we got to be in the house that they live in so they weren't out of their element and they're super they're just super friendly like you'll be watching tv and they'll just sort of come up and be like hey what's going on and just sit with you um and they the cat and dog sort of put up with each other they don't really get along um so the cat sometimes if the dog will the dog has its own sort of spot on the couch with blankets and stuff and on Christmas, we got to give them both gifts and his was like a Santa stuffed toy and a, and a bone. And he immediately took the bone and buried it in the couch. <laughs> and it was so cute because he wedged it in between two um, couch cushions and then put a bunch of blankets on top and like was patting it with his head and his wow. paws. And I was like, so cute. what a genius. And is, he's missing a back leg? Yeah, he's mi- missing okay. a back leg. He's pretty sturdy. Like he's good yeah. in the stairs and he's he's good at running. He's solid. Like he's solid muscle everywhere else. But like that's his spot on the couch. And so the cat 
at one point when he was not sitting there, the cat came and sat there and then he was so upset and he just kept coming up to us being like, look at what she's doing. Like, can, you, can you get her out of there? Um, so excuse me, their dynamic was pretty adorable. And she is just like obsessed with, uh, obsessed with empty egg cartons (laughs) and like every, she lives downstairs and like the laundry and stuff is downstairs. And so I'd go down there pretty frequently, but every time she'd see that I was going down there, she'd be like, Oh, are you going downstairs to my apartment? Like here, let me show you all the cool things. (laughs) And she'd like run down there ahead of you to be like, look at my egg carton collection. (laughs) And she got, uh, she got some toys for Christmas too. One was a, a catnip toy. And she like, before the package, before the wrapping was even off, like the whole thing, she was just like hugging it and playing with it. And, I guess she's like a drooler when it comes to catnip. So there was just like a puddle of drool and all the toys were just soaked. And it was like, (laughs) you are such a weirdo. So sweet. Um, And she would come and sleep with us at night. And her part is so cute. It like goes up. It's like a little like it starts off normal and then it goes like up into a little squeak. Yeah. Vocal fry. Yeah. Total. Total. Yeah. She'd get totally torn apart if she had a podcast. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they're so cute. And uh yeah, I hope to to get to see them again soon. So cute. Good papos. So that's it. We did it. This is the last uh, Retail Nightmares of 2018. 182. Um, <laughs> 183. Oh, no. Yeah, it's... we missed the, the, missed the, the pop number. punk episode was last week with Kevin Lee. Well, we officially beat Blink-182 at their own game. <laughs> yeah. They only have 155 songs. Yeah. So... We've surpassed that a long time ago. Um, Alex, if people want to follow you online and if they want to check out uh, Rec Center or Strength Theory, where would they go? RecCenter.bandcamp.com or I still regret this to this day, honestly, StrengthTheoryVancouver.bandcamp.com. I really (laughs) missed a, I really missed a comedy opportunity in that URL. Like there was string theory shirtless at bandcamp.com would have been a much better shirtless. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's still time. You could change it, I think. I, I don't know. I think you can with Bandcamp. Mm. Um well, so Rec Center that's spelled R E. Uh yeah, it's spelled the the Canadian, Canadian way. Canadian way. Anyway, recenter.bandcamp.com if you want to hear uh music with guitars but if you're <laughs> if you're more of a no guitars ever kind of kind of a purist. person. Yeah, string theory is is the band yeah that's uh i don't know if you can call it a band well <laughs> <laughs> yes he can uh, yes. in the in the future i mean like you should get the band back together yeah they're yeah. all this slowly cool. moving to toronto aren't they uh our, our sax players in in toronto yeah yeah so we're 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 getting close i'm uh if if anybody is in toronto I, I feel nervous promoting this or mentioning it because we haven't actually practiced yet, but I'm playing in a Death Cab for Cutie cover band on oh Valentine's God. Day. Wow. Yeah, I'm playing guitar. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know Death Cab all that well, but after a couple of drinks, I, I agreed to do it. And then when we all sobered up, uh, everybody else still wanted to do it. So, oh, wow. so yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I couldn't name you any of their songs. Are they emo? That's sort of the theme of the night. It's okay. like an emo Valentine's kind of a night. Are you emo? getting paid? <laughs> I think we're doing where it's for a charity. Um, oh God, we're giving all the all the money to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Alicia loves money. Uh. That was my Christmas present from Graham Clark. Uh, Chris wants empathy. I love money. Illustration of me. 
Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. I'll post it on Twitter. Future tattoo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, best of luck to you. That's yeah, on Valentine's Congratulations Day. on your Valentine's Thanks. Day gig. Yep. That's going to be Valentine's, uh, Valentine's Day. I, th- I think it's at a place called Handlebar, but I, I, oh, yeah. I forget. Um, I'm pretty sure that's where it is though. All proceeds are going to a, uh, a charity for LGBTQ youths. And oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as money. Well, it is still money. It's still money, though. Somebody's getting money, and so long as capitalism is thriving, then then I'm happy. I would suffer through some emo music for that cause. Me yeah. too. Alicia. I would make emo music. I would be in a band. <laughs> I would be emo uh, one night only. I have a come draw with me coming up, and I literally, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. That's okay. And literally was not the right. It wasn't used properly. Literally. 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 I don't have anything to plug except for you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com and get our tote bags. By the time this comes out, we will have our fresh new order hot off the presses. Yes. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash retailnightmares if you want to donate to get our live episodes a red hot chili peppers react vid uh free soundtrack well it's not free (laughs) (laughs) um the soundtrack we're almost at volume three because jay has made so many new songs and i'm sure um how much money can you currently spend on the red hot chili peppers we'll have to have a new theme song make it make it funky yeah make it fretless maybe with a fretless bass um so yeah lots of places you can spend your money if you choose to do so thank you everyone who donates and everyone who's bought tote bag you're all puppos yeah yeah happy new year everybody yeah happy poo year year. yeah 2019 year of the poos oh i didn't know that (laughs) yeah it's my sign (laughs) yeah the brown log (laughs) (laughs) it's the lost sign of the zodiac okay bye. bye bye